0: better to obviously look nicer. But I just know, I think when I was in my early 20s, I really got down about that. I really like felt down about that. Now I don't because my confidence can compensate and I have conviction in that. That's how I, that's just, it's true. It's true. This is actually why I can talk about this, right? Like, I think I didn't, I think I felt like shamed or shameful. I think when I was like younger, I would think, I would feel like shameful to talk about my appearance or like that, you know, those types of thoughts. That's why I think you're actually, I admire that you can talk about stuff like that. Even if I, even if I think a lot of what you say is full of shit, I admire that you can still talk about things. But my insecurities with my appearance when I was younger, Came from my mom. Why? I'm just. I see it now. Like it's so obvious. I mean, I could go on like a one. I could go on on an hour diatribe about my mom and like everything. What what did she say to you? Why why was that? Years, dude. We're talking years, years and years of like things to me, things to other, like about other people, uh, ways she looked at me. I. It was just she's very insecure about her own appearance as well and even to this age yes yes, even now she's extremely negative about like looks and appearance and stuff and it comes from a place of not being happy with herself but she put that on me and Gary V talks about like misery loves company and like he, he's very big on like parenting and stuff and I just find it amazing because it's like it's fucking true like all of her fucking issues <laughs> come from our parents dude Like and we can't blame like you can't fucking I think there's a big difference between identifying where a problem comes from and playing the victim that you can't do anything about it and blaming like just saying, hey, I have these issues as an adult. I know where they come from. I'm able in a healthy fashion to identify the sources, but I'm not going to dwell about it, blame people and not take ownership for how I can choose to grow. So I'm able to identify that like, uh, when I left home, like, you know, up until my mid twenties, like I was really, I had, I left home very insecure about my appearance. Like I had very, I had problems about my appearance. Like I, and it all came from my mom. All came from my mom. Um, and, and, Like, I'll give you an example. Like maybe two weeks ago, I was chatting with her on the phone and we're just talking about regular day-to-day stuff. I I don't talk to my mom that often. We're just chatting about like day-to-day stuff. And like, she ran, like she randomly, um, we're talking about like, you know, fitness or something real quick. I was like, yeah, I came from the gym or something. And she brought up, um, she's like, Hey, do you remember that trainer? At like the gym he used to go to in high school or whatever. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, she knows some trainer who used to like, he was her personal trainer like 20 years ago for like 10 sessions or something, but he like still works at the gym that I went to high school. He's like 40 now. The bottom line is she just brought him up in conversation out of nowhere, it had no relevance to fucking anything we were talking about. And she just like was started criticizing his appearance. Like, she's like, yeah, so I see him, and like, man, he put on weight, and like, he just didn't look good, and like, he wasn't that tall. And I'm like, what the fuck is this poison coming out of your mouth? <laughs> it was poison. It was poison. And not to mention, he's probably like, five, he, and not to mention, he's probably like five nine. on top of it. Like, he's, like, he's a little bit, like, taller than we are as well. Like, it's not even, like, it, I just find it interesting that it's, like, what the fuck are you going on about? She And, like, this is the type of stuff that I grew up with, like, every fucking day. Like, about appearance and um, just, you have no, like, you have no clue. So, I had really bad insecurities about appearance leaving home like I felt terrible like about my appearance like um approaching like learning how to approach and stuff was the greatest gift is that's why I'm so grateful like this type Did of conversation from this type of conversation I never in a million years would have imagined I'd be I'd be able to have in life like to be able to have this conversation openly about like how I was insecure about my appearance and all stuff like I used to feel such shame and like I'd be very quiet about that. I'd hold it to myself. So were you being compared to somebody better looking than you, or something? I used to like cry. I used to like I cried a lot. Um, I cried a lot, and like when I was twenty, <laughs> I never cried about my. Looks when, when I was twenty, when I when I was well, no, I had but I had really bad problems, man. Like it's serious. So like when I was twenty one, as an example, I remember I was with my girlfriend at the time. I'm not well, joking. I'm not, I'm, well, no, no, this is, you, you have to hear me out. I've never told anyone this. I've never to, in my life. I've never told anyone who I'm about to tell you. When I was 21, I was at Boston university and I was out one night with my ex-girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time. And we went to some pizza place, like across from her dormitory. And there was like this model-esque, super attractive guy there who was a student at the university and I had seen him. I had seen him around maybe like three times. He's one of those where he would be like the top in like the top out of like the tens of thousands of people at the massive university. Uh, he was probably like one of the most attractive where you'd see him and you'd be like, shit, that's that guy. Yeah. So By like, the end of the right. So like I would see, like I see him at this pizza place and it's pretty empty. He's there and he's with his girlfriend who was not attractive. And my ex-girlfriend, um, who like at the time, like she was really into me, like there was no threat, there was nothing negative, but like she was involved with like the radio station at the university and stuff. And she had uh, lots of social connections and she didn't hold those insecurities the same way I did. And like, she said to him, cause she knew him from somewhere, she she, and like it was the four of us. He's with his girlfriend. I'm with my girlfriend. She made a joke like, ha ha. Yeah, like, um, there was some other girl who said like, oh, you know, he's so attractive. Blah, blah, blah. Like she said that. And it was all in good humor. It was it all in good. You. It was all in good humor. Like there really was nothing negative. There was nothing to get insecure so she, about. So she was flirting with another no, 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 She wasn't. She wasn't. But she was like, it was something like they had known each other briefly through like the radio station and and she had made a comment about how, like, someone else said he he was attractive. And it was, like, obvious. It's like, yeah, well, no shit. But, like, we're all laughing in good humor about it. It was nothing to feel threatened by. But I remember, like, uh we left the pizza place. And I went back to her place with her. And I, like, cried to her. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I remember, like... I remember twenty twenty one year old man crying. Yeah, yeah, I was cr- I was crying to her, uh, about oh, yeah, like I remember I remember saying like just sort of like uh, breaking open and being like it was like the, one of the first times I could get something off my chest and like uh, I was like crying to her about just like you know uh, like I wish I were more attractive like that. I don't even remember what I said to her. And it didn't hurt our relationship in any way. Like, it was totally fine. But I just remember that happening. Um, I've never even thought about that incident, really, since then. But it happened. It shows the headspace I was in, dude. Like, that was me at twenty. So what, that what was, was me at her 21. To it? Sorry? Well, what was her reaction to it? it? It wasn't anything bad. Like, it was all me. Like, it was all, like, deep emotions on my end. But for her, it wasn't, like, a big deal. It was like, yeah, you know, like, it's fine. You know, don't worry about it. Like, it's, you know, like, I think, like, I, like, you know, you're really cute to me and stuff. Like, that type of thing. But, like... I mean, but if she didn't find you attractive, she wouldn't be with you anyway. Yeah, but I just... The point I'm making is that at 21, 10 years ago, I had, like, emotions that ran really deep. And I had no idea where they came from. I had no, like, I had no faculty, no, uh, no real mechanism to be able to reflect and see where my issues were coming from. Like, it was so early. From the age of 18 to 23, all boys are romantic fools. All boys are what? Romantic fools. Romantic fools? Yeah. Well,. I mean, I just had, like, my... I think my situation was very unusual. Um, I'm a very unusual result in the world. I'm a very unusual result because I, I'm not going to act like my situation was worse than anyone else's, but it was in terms of my mom's negativity about like appearance. Sorry? You what? I like your g by the way, the yellow color. Oh, yeah? You saw that? Um, <laughs> but no, like, I think not only have, I think I'm very unusual in terms of my personality in the world and the fact that I have a blog and all this stuff, this isn't an accident. This isn't like it aligns the probability of this happening aligns with my, the probabilities of my upbringing and life experience, because it's not like I just, what made you start the book, well, before I get there, it's not even just the fact that I've hit this high level of confidence coming from like an average place. I, I hit this high level of confidence coming from a really negative place like and I know all guys they're they're always in this negative place we all are our shit is the shit I get it but like I really like my mom was really negative about appearances and compared to my friends back home and stuff I felt really insecure like I don't view those insecurities in my friends back home I don't view those insecurities in anyone else in my high school to the level like I had them like I think I was came from just a really bad place, and I think I've just been able to rise up from that. I'm very grateful. Um, I try not to have resentment against my mom for that so what what days did you rise above that? What days what age um I would say maybe the start of the transition away from that was when I started approaching and I would say it took a maybe two years to see that confidence could compensate. That was number one, that was step one, but it didn't eliminate my insecurities that looks still really mattered. Like I, it was sort of, I think when I hit maybe 27 going on 28, I think I probably, like, I think at the time, I was able to see beyond a reasonable doubt that my confidence level could compensate for lack of looks. I was able to see that, and that helped. That helped. But I still, I think, had residual baggage about appearance. Like, uh, all the wrinkles weren't ironed out yet. And I think what got me past that final stage was just more time. I think it requires about a decade of being away from your parents to shed the baggage. It requires about 10 years. (laughs) It requires about 10 years of being away from your parents to shed the baggage. And this wasn't, and I'm not just saying this is like me in isolation. Like I even had a good friend living in Australia who had significant mental problems, uh, in late teens, early twenties, was hospitalized had all sorts of psych issues was on, uh, antidepressants and stuff. And she is an absolutely phenomenal, sane, uh, amazingly stable, uh, person in her thirties. And it took her 10 years to shed her upbringing. All of that, all of the negativity, all of uh, the depression she had really just came from her upbringing. It took her about 10 years. And I relate that to my situation. I'm like, yeah, you know, it took me about 10 years. And the guidance is the key. The guidance is the key. You can't eliminate, you can't just shed baggage uh, so easily, but you can I have the guidance to help you get to a better place faster. I think You're a lot mean, of the stuff you've you told me, <laughs> well, you well the, a lot of the stuff you've told me, um, I see similarities. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I, I don't want to over, I don't want to project my situation onto yours in any way, but like, this isn't an accident that like when we first started chatting, I was like, who is it? Is it your mom? I'm like, which parent? I'm like, it's your mom, isn't it? It's your stepdad. I'm like, who is it? And cause you could say, you're like, it's not a parent. You're like, it's not family. You're like, I've just been rejected by girls. And like, but here's the thing, here's something else to consider. Every guy gets rejected by girls. So that common denominator, right? It's canceled out, right? It's canceled out. Hold on a second. Nobody fuck sent you a Someone sent me a message. Fuck. Did not think I was teaching right now. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm not, there's no fucking way I'm teaching right now. So my student my student messaged me saying, Ready when you are? I'm like, what the fuck? Hold on a second. <laughs> They're teaching what exactly? Medicine. I'm just like I'm just like, what the fuck? When did I say I was meeting? When did I say I was teaching right now? I did not think what? I was gonna be did I say I was teaching this chick? Fuck that. It's the absolute last fucking thing I feel like doing right now. I'm just glad I'm like actually awake. Like, I could have been like drunk or something. Like, by yourself? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I could have like gone out. Like, what the hell? Um, You're so strange sometimes. Like, you have McDonald's at like 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> 괜히 한번 때울 때 6,000원이 넘어가는 게 겁이 날때 제가 너무 싫어져요 아무렇지 않게 먹고 싶은 것만 33개 먹는 그대들은 어떤 기분이신가요? 초밥집 알바할 때한 조각에 만원짜리를 당연하다 듯한 그대는 어떤 기분이신가요? 저 같은 알바생활 볼때 불쌍하신가요? 아니면 그대도 이런 때가 있긴 하셨나요? SNS 열등감을 창출해 주시는 잘 나가는 월프들은 어떤 기분이신가요?